0: systems work, people fail. Welcome to InsureMark's Advisor Mentorship Podcast with Vice President Jeremy Hauser, where we share proven systems and processes for the 21st century advisor. Today, it's essential that advisors find a way to differentiate themselves from the competition. Learn how to elevate your game and accomplish incredible feats, as Jeremy teaches you how to build a more successful and sustainable business,
1: while realizing a better work-life balance is not only possible, but achievable. New year, new you. Am I right? Welcome to the advisor mentorship podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Hauser. And as we are full speed ahead for 2023, in order to achieve our goals, we have to make sure our bodies and minds are where they need to be. I'm excited to have a guest on today's episode who helps advisors all across the country with self health. She's founder and CEO of Grow Wealthy, Stephen Gwinnip. How are we doing today, Stephen?
0: Fantastic. Thanks for having me.
1: Thank you for joining. I know one of our advisors actually linked us up earlier back in December. So I know this is short notice, pretty excited about this episode and and having you on. So can you share with the audience a little bit about uh, who you are, Stephen, and your story? Sure.
0: Relevant to your audience, I am the daughter of a financial advisor. He was in the industry 32 years. I was 11 years old when he started his practice. And so I have what I call secondhand knowledge of the industry. And it's, I'm not an advisor. I work with advisors now, but I am by training an exercise physiologist and wellness coach. And I I kind of saw the parallels between financial concepts of being successful and health and wellness concepts and how parallel that they are and realized that I had a perfect opportunity to serve this group of people who can, one advisor said it best, who can mortgage their health for their career if they're not careful. And so I help them to not do that, to not go into health debt and to make sure that they've got a good, solid retirement plan for their health and fitness.
1: Love that. And for... So, is there like a time frame? So, is there like once they're five years into the business? I know some of the listeners have been in the business for twenty years, thirty years. Can maybe relate to it. Is there a common theme with those that you chat with?
0: Yeah, I've interviewed four hundred and seventy-two advisors for a book on this topic, so I have a pretty good idea of beginners, veterans, everyone who, from top to bottom. And what I see is the first three to five years are the hustle years. That's Mm -hmm. where they really give up most of their health fast. It's a pretty big drop and they don't realize it because they don't really have like a diagnosis, a disease. They don't really feel it that much because they're just so involved in growing their business. But that's the biggest shift I see. However, when I do ask them about their weight, a lot of them gain in that first three to five years, about 35 pounds. Is very common. And then the rest of their career is spent trying to or feeling guilty, feeling bad, actually, they're in, like in their own health, of trying to get that back, what they lost. And so they kind of dig themselves into a little bit of a health debt hole, and then they're trying to kind of scramble out for the next couple of decades. And so by the time they get to me, usually they're in their 40s or 50s sometimes sixties. And they're like, Oh my gosh, I, this is really catching up with me. I need some help. What do I do? Because I'm not ready to retire. I want to feel good in my skin. My blood work isn't looking so fantastic. How do we turn this trend around?
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. First three years. That's actually pretty eye-opening. 35 pounds. You said are those 400 yeah. plus. Well, you actually mentioned something earlier. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit. So you mentioned you were traveling with your father and you had an opportunity to inherit a huge book of business, but you decided to go this other route and trailblaze your own story. So what really was like the calling or where, what was there just a certain event that you went to, or how did that idea come about to, I really want to focus on health as opposed to the wealth side for what your father was doing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so previous to him opening his practice, two other advisors had failed in that town. This was a second career for him. He had a family to pr- to provide for, and so it was do or die, right? Like it's like we're going to make this happen or it's going to be bad. And so he really hustled, which means he was out of the house with our family, but then also his own health started to soften. I guess is a good way to say it. Didn't it, it wasn't as good as it was before this. Well, he did make it. After about 8-10 years, he was a great high top producer with a massive business and we got to start going on these top producer trips right and I got to meet all of his colleagues who were also in his same shoes a lot of them been doing it longer and I was a teenager at the time so I was just like along for the ride having fun and got to chit chat with a few of them no expectations not really understanding much but understanding that what I saw when I would talk to these people was not what I wanted for my own future. And that was a big, huge title and bank account, but a lot of brokenness too. a lot of people who were sick. They were miserable. They were looking for solutions to improve their lives. They weren't quote successful of what I saw success being, but AUM, man, they were awesome, right? Dollars, they were awesome. But I just saw a big disconnect there in, in what I wanted for life. So when I went to college and came back and in between summers, I worked in dad's office and in the front office and I got to meet his clients and become friends with them and hear their stories. And I saw the same thing. I was like these people are working really hard and they're putting dollars away for their retirement to for some future awesome event. But then they were getting sick, dying, miserable, uncomfortable, having to retire too early because their health had flared with some crisis. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is not what I want for my life. So when dad did ask me, do you want to take over this business and come on board? I said, no. I mean, it's kind of foolish thinking about that because he worked so hard.
1: He was probably shocked.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably, but I was like, I'm going to, felt like it was kind of a little bit of a bait and switch. Like, oh, we're going to help you prepare for this retirement. It's going to be awesome. Let's have enough money for your golden years. And then even the advisors didn't really get that. And I was like, wow, let's fix this from the other side. Let's help them be healthier. And so that's why I decided to go get a master's degree in exercise physiology. And I did that for 20 years and trying to get people to be healthier from that perspective of. Fitness. Then I almost died when I lived in Australia and realized that exercise isn't the answer either. It's really a culmination of lots of small habits with a long term mindset. And then I was like, oh my gosh, your health is an asset. It's just like any asset, your 401k or anything that you're building for your future, your health is that too. And it's part of the equation. And when I realized that I was like, I'm perfectly positioned here to help these people. And I consider them part of my family, part of my DNA. And so that's what I do. And in hindsight, should I have taken over his business maybe, but, and tried to change it from the inside. But I feel like you kind of have to go through that fire and understand, and then you can kind of circle back and really help people at that point.
1: That's unbelievable. And you mentioned, so you were how old when you went through that traumatic experience?
0: Oh, when I almost died in Australia.
1: Pretty powerful sentence, but yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was, I was 40. Gosh, I was probably like 41, something like that. And so that was about seven years ago and okay. I'm turning 49 this year. And it it was so powerful because when I went through that, I had to have an emergency surgery to save my life. I was septic, I had to have blood transfusion, five days in the hospital, antibiotics for like six weeks afterwards. It was really hard on my body. And if you think about someone like me in fitness, in health, I really hadn't struggled with any weight issues or problems. So I thought if you just got the right equation, you could be healthy. Well, this event changed everything for my body. It was a new body and I gained weight for two whole years afterwards. I was highly stressed. I was a different physical makeup after all the stuff I'd been through And that's when i realized wow advisors who are in this workplace where stress is constant because it's a volatile market you can't control it but you're kind of people at least think you're responsible for their finances which is very personal it's highly stressful and then you add that to a sedentary nature of the job and you have this toxic cocktail for chronic disease and so while this career can give you the world, it can mm-hmm. also take a lot too. So it's really important to be intentional and navigate it, understanding the hazards that are around.
1: So, so who, and maybe um, starting off. So the last seven years, so how did uh, being CEO and founder of Grow Wealthy, so how did uh, Grow Wealthy come about or how long has that been in place now Have you helping advisors?
0: Yeah, it's been, that happened to me seven years ago. And then I went back to the research and tried to understand what was going on and kind of took everything that I knew from my certifications and education and tossed it. And I was like, let's start at the beginning let's figure out what real health actually is. And that's when I started putting together this program that was treating your health like an asset. And I was like, grow wealthy. That that just I labored over this niche and everything for like three months and the name, trying to really capture what Mm -hmm. we're trying to do, what I'm trying to do in this industry, to create a movement that health is part of your financial assets and your portfolio. And that process, I was like, this is it. I know I've found this is exactly what I should be doing. I told my husband, he's like, I don't get it. What does grow wealthy mean? (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, you don't get it, but it's great. And so anyway, I had to kind of work through that. Well, it's been really well received. And the newsletter now is called Well Advised. And it's got, it just started like three weeks ago. And it's got over 1,500 subscribers to it already. And there's a lot of people who are interested in not only protecting their health, but helping their clients protect their health because they know it's part of the equation, right? It's like that. I don't know, that wild card in your financial planning where it's really hard because it's so expensive and it's so, your healthcare is, it's directly linked to your quality of life and how much you enjoy that retirement. And so a lot I see a lot of advisors coming and saying, hey, help me spread this message. And I am so excited about the future of financial planning because I think that this has a place that will change the conversations that advisors have with their clients.
1: And pass Previous uh, guests on the show, they some of them actually mentioned when it comes to dealing with people's finances and retirement planning, it all comes down to two real things. It's wealth and health. So I mean, really that avenue besides helping someone with their health insurance and Medicare and so forth, but really the tangibles of having a plan and having someone to actually have conversations with to get them on the road, the roadmap to make sure they live longer. That is pretty intriguing and especially when it comes for in reference to advisors to what they can provide to actual customers that's a huge value add at least based off of the conversations that i have with these advisors going into business planning calls going into 2023 something of just how do i add more value to my customers so i think you're pretty spot on there as well so who actually are the right advisors that you chat with that end up having a uh a good track record with your program internally first before we talk about the client side of it?
0: Yeah, yeah. They're usually over 40. They've been in the industry eight plus years. Like they're ready to shift a little bit of their focus away from the hustle and really try to create kind of a lifestyle that's gonna support them for their future. So they have a little bit of margin to be able to make room for more focus on their health. Typically it's somebody who's got a successful practice, who isn't necessarily worried about feeding their family. And maybe they're making 300,000 or more at that point, And they're willing to kind of focus on their health. And when I show up into the equation, that's why I'm writing the book is it can help everybody. But when I show up mm-hmm. to work with an advisor. I'm kind of in your business. I know what's going on, I'm asking you hard questions. There's an accountability there and there's a re-education about what health really is. One advisor that I just interviewed, he was like, I'm I'm athletic, I work out, I can eat what I want. And then I I can go to the gym and we're good. Well, until you get your blood work back and realize that you're pre-diabetic, you have metabolic syndrome, you've got all these risk factors we have to kind of restart that from the inside of the cell and your basic physiological functions. And that takes more than just give me a diet and give me a, a workout plan like that. It's so much more involved than that, but it's actually so much easier. So one of my advisors came to me and he goes, okay, Stephen, I'm down 25 pounds. And it seems like it's not even fair because I feel like I haven't done enough to earn that. Because once you change just a few things and tweak things with your circadian rhythm and how you time your meals and different things, stuff just falls into place. And so it doesn't have to be a dedication of time, like hours in the gym or tons of prep. I have a client right now who in the six week initial program that I do, he is down four inches at his waist measurement. That's Huge. So for men, just
1: six weeks. Wait, how how long? Six weeks.
0: Yeah, six weeks. Six weeks. And he's made changes, but he hasn't. There's still plenty of room to improve. So he doesn't done a whole ton of things. But when you focus and you do the right things, it I call them high ROI routines. So you're doing the most effective thing you can do in the least amount of time and effort and resources to produce the greatest outcomes. And that's what we, that's what we try to get them to do. And when you think about men who carry weight in their stomach, if their belly button measurement is over 40, 40 or over, they're at very high risk of lots of things. So for him losing four inches down at like 36 inches right now from when he was high risk. And now he's not like that's massive. And the changes will continue to improve as we work together over the next
1: year. So so you mentioned, okay, so for the belly button thing, so for those that are listening, like how do you know? So for one of the people that you mentioned earlier, one of the advisors literally sounded like a verbatim sentence that I would have said. (laughs) Oh, really? What was that one? As I just work out, uh, I've been an athlete throughout my life, so I can eat whatever I want, this, that, the other. But maybe- Myself and others might be missing the boat. So is there like a, a how do I know that I would probably benefit from, I know I would, but where's like the starting point of something you can do as an individual listening to this and think, you know what, well, based off of this result, maybe I should reach out to Steven and see if there's opportunity to better myself.
0: Yeah, so there's a couple things. First is awareness. You have to be aware of where you actually are and what the stats are of your real situation. Because when I interview people, they always say the word "try." I try to eat so many vegetables. I try to exercise. As soon as they say the word "try," I know we've got some work to do because they're not actually doing it, right? So take the word "try" out, and what are you actually doing? And get the tape measure, measure at the belly button level, and if that number is half your height or higher, you have an issue, like you need to work on that right now. Um, So it should be, so if I'm 70 inches tall, my waist Mm -hmm. measurement should be under 35. The further under 35 that it is, the better and the less risk that I have. So you can just figure out what that is. Um, The second part is to get curious, not like, oh, I'm guilty, I should have been doing this or shouldn't, like just throw that out, start where you are and get curious. I wonder what it would be like if, and then fill in the blank, if I went for a walk right after lunch, if I got to bed by 10 o'clock, you know, if I whatever, but if you're not sure, then go to my quiz, like seriously, go to growwealthy.com forward slash, slash quiz, take it. It's going to give you a score zero to a hundred and tell you how you're doing. It's just, I think it's five questions and they're the most common things to assess where you really are. So that that's what I would do first.
1: Very cool. And by the way, for the listeners, I don't think we've mentioned that. So Grow Wealthy, it's not spelled necessarily ideal. It's actually <laughs> cre- creatively it's spelled. So how how do you spell um, that part?
0: Yeah. So Grow Wealthy, G-R-O-W. And then the second word is W-E-L-L-T-H-Y. So it's wellness is the wealth. So it's kind of combining those two words.
1: Got it. Perfect. And so that's that's interesting. So I'll, I'm actually going to take that quiz, by the way, after this. Yeah, so go we'll, for it. Yeah. We'll see what happens there. Um, now you mentioned also something you've been working on, and I really think there's a huge avenue there for advisors. We just came out of December. I know that's a big month for client appreciation events and just always giving back some form of gratitude to those that continue to uh lean on our advisors for their financial needs. So talk a little bit about the offerings of what your team does when it comes to uh, providing value to advisors you work with, their actual clients, and what your team could possibly do for them.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Um, I want to answer that question, but I just thought of something that I think everybody else can still do one more thing. They can see if they're good as far as their health goes. If you can skip a meal without any kind of like hangriness or shakes, then that means you're Okay. But if you eat two Pop-Tarts and you you like go into a coma and have to crawl under the table and like take a nap for an hour, then you're not okay. So those are two ends of the spectrum. One is your ability to burn sugars. The other is your ability to burn fats. And it's called metabolic flexibility. And you should be able to do both pretty easily. And if you can't, then you know that your metabolism, your metabolic function is not as it should be. And we need to get to work on that. So that's number one. When it comes to having conversations with clients, um, what I tell advisors is first, you are the mentor. You are the one who has to be authentic to your own message. You don't have mm-hmm. to be perfect. You just have to be on the journey too. And then you can take what I call the illness wellness continuum. It's a one to 10 scale. You can slide it across the desk and just ask the client, where do you fall on this scale of help? they can self-assess, right? They probably know. And if they even know and don't want to tell you, they know inside. And it's going to spark some curiosity. You don't have to have the answers. But what I would encourage advisors to do is start asking a better question than how long do you think you're going to live? Family history and how long and longevity and all of that is important. But if you ask, if you look over the last um, 100 years, the lifespan has increased from 56 to 79. OK, cool. Right. But the health span, how long people are living well without significant medical intervention has not changed. So what are people doing? They're living longer, sicker, which is the biggest mm-hmm. drain on your your finances and your quality of life. So ask a great question. How long do you want to live well and what can we do to increase the health span so your six band shrinks, and that directly impacts your finances. So those are just great conversations to kind of reframe the paradigm of how to how to talk about longevity in life. Um, and I
1: love I love that you can come at that as the financial advisor side of it too, not just someone outside third party organizations. So you can have the components when talking to these advisors. you speak their language, so it's easy.
0: Yeah. And I, my goal is to empower the advisor. I don't want them to just be referring out all the time. I want them to be able to be the resource Mm -hmm. for their clients and be the hero and grow the business, earn the referrals, keep the clients. And so I will work with individuals, who are clients of advisors, but only as a referral through them because it's them as the resource, right? So I'd never market to anybody else except helping support advisors. But because of that, they come to me. And for the last year, they've been coming to me and saying, how do I spread this message? Like, I'm not an expert in this field. I want to open these conversations, but they're kind of difficult to have. And I feel a little bit weird. What do I do? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't really have a solution for you. I said that for a long time until I was like, Well, let's just create a solution. So that's what we did. And uh, 2023, we're launching the Wealth Webinar Series. And it's quarterly webinars that advisors get to use on their marketing calendar to support their client base. And they can offer this content to them. And they become a member with me. And then they can offer it to their whole book of business and get this whole marketing kit and library resources available to help them add value, like you just said. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're doing to serve that that niche.
1: So you're going to be busy. So you got webinars, advisors that can plug into, they could actually offer those opportunities to their customers. You have a book mm-hmm. you mentioned. So yeah. when does the book come out?
0: I hope March, April. That's my goal. Yeah. So it's been a year and a half process already. We're coming to the end here and I that's my goal. We'll see if that happens, but Um, Yeah, the book is in process. It's been a total of almost 500 people that I've interviewed for that. And then I'm still working with my individual clients. And just, Jeremy, it is a beautiful place to be, to see when we take a structure, and it's like a plan, like Mm -hmm. like a financial plan. We create a plan, and then we work on the behavior and the application of that plan. And to see people's health changing all the time. If you follow me on LinkedIn, I'm posting about results of clients all the time. And you'll notice, in one that I did fairly recently, that I don't use my clients' names, but they'll comment in the in the comments and be like, "That's me. I'm that one," or you know, "That is true. What really happened." And so it's just so beautiful to see and have a group, a community of advisors who can support each other inside of this platform that I've created. So yeah, there's a lot going on, and it's super fun. Um, Right now, though, it's it's like those who see themselves as tip of the sword. Um you know early adopters who really want to change how the financial services industry works and how we actually prepare people for their retirements um those are the people who are going to be taking advantage of this so you know if your advisors are those kinds of people, then this is the place for them to kind of plug in.
1: love hearing that and and absolutely yeah. and I actually do I so I've started to uh follow you a little bit on, on LinkedIn. I, I love your catchy title, the girl named Steven. So, <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> uh, very good on marketing, <laughs> I would say. Um, and I think actually in December, so, so this is airing in January, but you were doing some uh, countdown, right? I saw some mm-hmm. posts about that. So but what, what exactly what's going on in December that you just did?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um, 30 days to the EOI, end of year is what I'm doing. And it's 30 healthy habits that you can do you know, build on them every day. And if you've missed them on LinkedIn, you can go back and look at my posts, but it might be difficult to find them. You can go to my YouTube channel at grow wealthy. And there's a playlist of all of them. And they're like 30 seconds. And you can just pick up whatever habits you want to put on your plate. And that's a great place for you to start. Um, so that's one thing. The second countdown I've got going on is for charter members of the wealth advisor or, or the, uh, the wealth webinars, excuse me, the wealth webinar series. And that's for charter members. And that ends on December 31st. I know this is in January. And so for anyone that's listening, this is launching. What day is this launching? The third? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So 10 days to the 13th. If you guys want the charter member and get all the benefits of being a charter member, you have until the 13th. If you mention this podcast and Jeremy, so that's, that's a, a savings of, um, I think $600 or something like that. So keep that in mind.
1: Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they appreciate that. I do. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, and as, so as we wrap up, um, so where, where exactly would they go to connect with you or how do they reach out to you, Stephen?
0: Yeah, I'm very active on LinkedIn. Like I said, so DM me, DM me there, um, Stephen at Grow Wealthy is my email address. And um, if you go into um, my website, growwealthy.com, it says um, up in the little tab, you'll see a newsletter there. And you can actually subscribe to the well-advised newsletter. And I love to spotlight advisors and their firms who are part of this movement. So even if you want, if you're like, yes, this resonates with me, I want to have a conversation with you and maybe spotlight your business and just let people know that we are in this together to raise the awareness of understanding health as part of it's it's a silent partner in your retirement plan. And we want to recognize that. And it takes all of us to share this information with our clients, with our families, with our friends, ask the right questions and build amazing businesses in the process while we protect ourselves.
1: And I know my audience pretty well, so they they heard that, and it's okay. Yes, you can reach out to Jeremy. I will just I will put you in contact uh, within that ten day window that you have. So feel free if you can locate it, uh, shoot me a message, and we'll we'll get you all connected with uh, Stephen for for twenty twenty three. Is there anything we missed by chance, Stephen, that you uh, might want to add before we wrap up here?
0: Well, the first wealth webinar is January twenty fifth. It is live. Um, But there is a recording as well. So get this in order by the 25th so that we can serve your clients in this way and have it ready for the next quarters um, for for reaching out to your clients. So I just want to make sure you knew the date of when this all kicks off. If it's your own health that you want to start on your own journey, then the next one starts, the next cohort of this workshop, it's a six week workshop, it starts on January 10th. So be sure to reach out to me and get enrolled in that because. I keep those small and it is almost full. Um, so January 10th for yourself, January 25th is when it starts for your clients. If you want to be a part of the charter member and get that discount, then reach out to me by the 13th of January.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Appreciate you, uh, hopping yeah. on today, Steven, sharing a lot of good information. Uh, we love to share new ideas and also, um, new things outside of just advisors, things that can help their customers too. So we appreciate you being on. Also, thank you to the listener for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe so you do not miss any future episodes of the Advisor Mentorship Podcast and on your favorite listening device. Also follow us on LinkedIn for latest clips and ideas from our episodes. And remember, in a world full of betas, be an alpha. Thank you for listening to the InsureMark Advisor Mentorship Podcast with Vice President Jeremy Hauser. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available and connect with Jeremy on LinkedIn to stay up to date. If you would like to request our introduction kit, feel free to check out www.advisormentorship.com and click on learn more. The information covered and posted
0: represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of InsureMark.
1: The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only.